Oh, welcome to Monster and Sea Podcast, and uh, I had to shake off the rust, the dust on the actual iPad recording device, Troy, because we haven't done this in a while. It's good to see Troy Nebuchadnezzar again. How are you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. It's, uh, it's <laughs> nice to see you, too. I, gotta, I had to shake off a little rust on myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird to um, be so busy in the summer. I think uh, we all, uh, everyone can relate that in the fall, there's kind of a routine less vacations, kids are in school, uh, college football, there's you know, there's more of a r- routine to things, but uh, the summer's going good, and I, I think I'll, I'll kick things off here with uh, just kind of going through the, you know, social media feeds. Last night, I was in Spokane for a baseball tournament with my son, just kind of catching up, and there, lo and behold, our friend Chris Aguilar from uh, mm-hmm. down in Orange County uh, did the video for the 24, was at the big Molokai to Oahu race, which looks like just a phenomenal event. But more than that, and he had the nice shots at the beginning, I'm looking at the shirts and the logo and everything else. And I'm like, I mean, a little sense of pride there. I'm like, I know the guy that did that. (laughs) And I was with you through the process and when you had to submit and all that. What's it like to see your artwork on the Molokai to Oahu race and and, and such a huge race in the paddle community? Oh, man, that was... um, um uh, when Shannon when Shannon called mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, would you be interested in doing that?" And she is with the, the race, like coordinator. She, I mean, she owns and runs the race. Okay. Um, and she she called up and she's like, "Hey, would you be interested in doing this?" And um, I had to I had to pause for a second mm-hmm. because that, that's that's like someone calling up and saying, "Hey, would you be interested in doing all the graphics for the Super Bowl?" Wow. You know. Yeah. Um, I have such a high regard for that race and. Um, the artists that have, you know, kind of come before mm-hmm. and all the athletes and all of the preparation and everything that goes into that race, it's a, uh, it's more than a race. Right. You know, it really is. It's, um, it's an experience and again, just a really high regard for it. And, um, I was nervous as all get out. Sure. sure. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's quite a phone call. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, kind of going through the process and creating everything and doing it. And then on race day to see it. You know, to see it on the backs yeah. of athletes, and there's a there's a shot um, that showed up in my text feed that is of a big long table of all the posters, and then all the athletes signing the posters. Oh, nice! And what a what a tremendous honor! Right? Yeah. Because I, I know I know the the guys at what I thought of the the guys at Ames Brothers. Yeah. Kobe's a friend, and. They do all the Pearl Jam posters, and I know oh, when, you, when you walk through SeaTac, there's a whole wall of Pearl Jam posters. And can you, you know, imagine? That's a big deal, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But but to kind of be a part of that art history of the event, yeah, that that's really cool. And congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was a, a, an absolute honor. Very neat. You know, um, I think one thing that has kind of stuck in my craw a little bit, got me a little irritated. Uh-oh. Um, not not <laughs> that, and I'm sure I'm, I'm not alone on this one. Can I draw a picture you're of it? Out in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes a lot to get me irritated. 4.5 million gallons of sewage in the Puget Sound. Yeah, how about you're that? You were out there that day. I how was. something in this modern day like that can happen. Yeah. Um, you were out there paddling in it, and, and it just, again... What is going on with our waters, and can we please take care of things? It was a, um, I, it was a Friday, right. and I was out paddling and, you know, minding my own business and went out to the, it was a quick one, too. Like, mm-hmm. went out to the can, went out to the green can, turned around, came back, and my phone, you know, was lit up like, oh, don't go paddle because there's right. another sewage spill. 
And I'm like, oh, great. looks like I'm going to grow another toe and, <laughs> you, you know, lose an eye or, you know, Uncle whatever Sal it is. Uncle Vanilla comes calling. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is sad to, to see, you know, to see our local waters. And I know that it's not, I mean, it's not just the Pacific Northwest. You know, mm -hmm. this is a, yeah. a nationwide, you know, global problem. Yeah. Um, you know, and as, I guess, as, as communities, you know, much like with, with cancer and all that stuff, I mean... You know, we talk a lot about, mm -hmm. you know, as one person, it's really difficult to make a difference. But right. as you start to, you know, talk to a few friends and a few friends talk to a few friends and so on and so forth, you have, you start to develop a community that, you know, maybe people start to pay attention to. Right. And um, I know there's, man, there's really big communities that focus on specifically that. Right. And, you know, if, if you know, if we're going to, if we're going to help out, maybe it's, you know, paying attention and helping out those businesses that are already, mm -hmm. you know, neck deep in that stuff, so to speak. Yeah. I know I, I did the Clean Up Lake Union paddle event with our friend Tron. Yeah. And the irony is you pull up and what was what it? It's like the, I forgot the name of the restaurant. It's right, it's right down there. I was like Westward or something like that. And you pull in the parking line and Tron and I pull up and we're like, what is that dreadful smell, right? <laughs> oh, and we're no. like, what is going on? Yeah. And and so the whole Clean Up Lake Union thing is they, they make these, I don't know how to explain it, but the water flows through these rock type of filters mm -hmm. as it goes through these different spots. Mm -hmm. So the crap doesn't go into Lake Union, basically. Right. And so what had happened was an RV dumped its toilet in the parking lot across from where we're having the event. Oh. And the guy was that there a Rottweiler on the street yeah, running Seriously, around? yeah. And the guy <laughs> that runs the event says, see, that's why we're doing it. <laughs> because of that. So that crap wouldn't end up in the lake. But it's just it's just ridiculous. Oh, but man. it's cool that there's events like that, people like that, that are... That's like Christmas vacation on Lake Union. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, I heard there's there was a Dave Matthews tour bus did that on a bridge in Chicago one time Ooh, talk, I don't about think, talk about visibility I, right? I don't think Dave was on the bus I yeah. think it, it's it was a bridge and then then they got it's a well-documented thing yeah they got in a lot of trouble so oh, that's unfortunate well enough crap talk yeah let's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing to uh paddle wise and uh it seems it seems like uh Hood River has been a very popular destination I know our buddy Mark Mark Stevenson has been going down there a lot yeah. and yeah. a lot of guys and that that really is kind of catching on isn't it yeah it seems like they they've had they've added a few more uh, race series this year mm -hmm. uh, it, just from just from afar that's what it seems right. like um, you know Joel Joel is doing an awesome job down there uh, guiding so I mean if you gosh if you are interested in downwind and you've never been um, you know hit up uh, hit up Joel Joel Yang and um, you know downwind Hood River talk to him about you know taking you out because right i mean hood is an amazing place it also can thump pretty good right and if you're you know if you're new to downwind it it makes sense to you know go with somebody who knows you know hook up the guys at big winds go talk to them it's a um, whole different deal than going paddling in some lake it's a whole different deal and yeah. he, i mean i would even say that you know if you've you know if you've downwinded here in the northwest you know most of the time most of the time the wind happens in the winter time, mm -hmm. but you know the gorge is is world class for a reason. And uh, again, when it's when it's going off, it's super fun. But you know you got to make sure you know what you're doing. And and on that, knowing what you're doing, you know, as paddlers, we look out and, and we see a lot of people that are new to the sport, which I think is great. It's the Absolutely. way it grows. Yeah. The more people that get on a board and experience that, you know, the 
the the feeling you get when you're on on aboard the stoke as we say you yeah. know that that someone gets from paddling and it gets in their blood and they you know that it's a launching point right a lot of Definitely. inflatables or people run aboard but big article in the seattle times three paddleboard deaths this summer right and they bring up a good point is that you know i used to work at a place in the connecticut mountains where they would bring up a lot of people for uh summer events there were these pools yeah and it would just be a revelation to people that you don't float and we'd have to always <laughs> rescue people right as lifeguards in this water and pull them out because they they think that well water's there i'll float i think i don't think a lot of people you know are along those lines yeah but it's got to be a simple thing as and i think we talked about it last time you know wear a pfd wear a leash yeah now they even want you to have a whistle it's yeah. a warning the first time. I believe it's an $89, $87 fine the second time. That's not much to pay when it comes to life. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who also aren't great swimmers. We don't spend yeah. a ton of time in the water swimming here because it's not as warm. But, yeah. I mean, there's steps you can take to protect yourself and enjoy the sport. Definitely. I mean, it's a, it's a it's funny because it's a it's a polarizing – it's not funny. It's a, it's a polarizing topic um, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of the – you know, unfortunate situations can happen to anybody, no matter what skill right. level you're at. Um, I do know that, you know, a lot of those articles get written about this time of year mm-hmm. and people's, you know, the hair on people's necks stand up and, you know, a lot of people start pointing fingers and, you know, I, for lack of a better term, PFD and leash shaming, you know, right, happens right. where it's like, yeah. oh, dude, you didn't would be wearing that because, you know, it's, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's the community and it's the family and it's sort of all that stuff. And I think it's, it's really, um, you know, our best, our best opportunity is to be good models mm-hmm. for, you know, for new paddlers. And, uh, and, and I say that, and I also am probably not the best model because mm-hmm. I don't wear a PFD and a leash all the time. I, right. I know my abilities, and if I, you know, if I look out at the water and it's like it's a, it's above my pay grade, right? I'm definitely protected, right? But, you know, on a on a summer morning, you know, I again kind of knowing my abilities. I'm also I also come from a heavy swim background. You're a terrific swimmer, yeah. You know, um, coached, lifeguarded, taught, you know, kind of the whole the mm-hmm. whole shoot match. Um, and I think that that particular thing is one part of the conversation that often well, there's two things. What they don't write about with some of those unfortunate things with people passing away is some of them are medical. Right. Some of the time, mm-hmm. those people are dead before they hit the water. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing and there's nothing you can do. Right. Uh, the only thing a leash would have done was uh, help in recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Sure. So, like yeah. there's there's always things circ- that happen. Things that happen. There's mm-hmm. always circumstance. And I don't know. This is probably an unpopular view or whatever. And again, it's just it's sort of mine, but. It really feels like it starts with education of, hey, this is the water. Hey, you don't float. Right. Hey, here's the here's the inherent dangers that happen with it. Mm-hmm. And now that you know all of those things, it's up to you, individual, to protect yourself. Right. It's not up to me to point a finger at you. It's not up to a Facebook group to point a finger at you. Mm-hmm. It's it's up to you to understand the risks. Boom. And uh, um, and protect yourself. Yeah. Same you know? as a driver's license, I guess. Same as a driver's you're license. You're seatbelt, you're going to take all the necessary precautions yeah. to be safe. Then yeah. that's on you. I mean, I you know, I uh, um you think, you know, if you think about like mountaineering and climbing and things like that, yeah. there's the mountains are huge. 
the risk is huge. Sure. And people, people go into the mountains and get hurt all the time. Yeah. Not understanding the risks, you know. But there's also, mm-hmm. you know, there's also a point where you know you have to you have to be able to say. I understand those risks. I'm going to do the best I can to protect myself and, you know, my crew around me. And if something should happen, I'm going to help or hope that I'm going to be helped. Right. I know um, one thing when I was reading the Times article was about a lot of the big box stores. Yes. And there's no instruction. You walk in, you buy a Jimmy Sticks or a body glove or whatever they're selling that day. And, okay, have fun. And people take it to a family event or they're yep. messing around. And, you know, whereas if you go to an urban surf or if you go to some place where, you know, you you get what you pay for in life, right? <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yeah, you're going to be told and, and yeah, outfitted the, the right way yeah. and uh, maybe even have ways to get instruction and to really know what yeah. you're doing. Because we just, bottom line, I think this whole conversation is about people having fun being, being safe and enjoying the sport. Without you know? question. Yeah. Because it's super fun. Sure. It's super fun, and there's there's definitely an attraction, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, I want to go out on the water and have a good time. Yeah. You don't need a $140,000 boat to enjoy Lake Sammamish or Puget no. Sound or anything like that. No, not at all. But, you know, you want to survive it. You do want to survive <laughs> it. I mean, I, I even think about, like, you know, when you're when you're out on the lake and you see those those big couches that are being pulled behind a boat, mm-hmm. you know, and you got, you know, you got dad or uncle going, watch this, and they crank it, and right. that, you know, that thing goes flying, sure. and those kids oh, yeah. go flying, and, you know... I mean, kook slams, you watch all the, you know, Scorpion Kings and just all yeah. that different stuff and people get hurt. Yeah. You know, it, it, they're, it's in, it, we're dummies. <laughs> <laughs> you it, know? It, it comes with it. It comes with the territory. I guess the, for me, the, the important, the importance of all this conversation is, you know, as a community, it's important to help others, help new participants in the sport. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, probably going to get texts or emails or whatever, but as a community, please, you know, we don't know all the circumstances. Right. We don't, we don't, you know, we know about our immediate bubble. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's stop with the shaming and the pointing yeah. fingers and sort of all that stuff. And let's, let's, you know, let's be positive and, and be supportive of people. And if you see somebody holding their paddle backwards or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not prepared or not quite sure what to do with the leash, you know, Offer a tip. Offer a tip, but offer it in a way that is like, yeah. Hey, man, you know this might help you. And if they take it, great. If they don't, that's unfortunate. Right. Exactly. You know. I know uh, when it comes to instruction and stuff, it's we're turning into August. We got that Stand Up for the Cure event. Yeah. That I'm a part of, yeah. and uh, you've been so a big supporter of, and so that's coming up August 24th. You can uh, register at suftc.org, and part of that event is paddleboard instruction and. Uh, so, somebody that I think is awesome, and when it comes to safety and instructing and getting people on the water, our friend Lindsay Lambert, yep. and she she's just been doing awesome. And if you you know that's a great way to start things. With, Definitely, with someone like Lindsay, you can just kind of a, get you acquainted with the the water. She's a big part of that yeah. that event as well on that Saturday, August twenty fourth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, getting you know going going with um, going with people is you know if you want if you want to start in the sport, that's there's so many opportunities. Right. So many opportunities, like, you know, with Lindsay, with Urban Surf, with, mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, with now with, you know, with social media, you know, if you're like, I really want to learn how to prone paddle. Right. You know, reach out to somebody. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, long ago when I started doing stand-up, I was, I was such a dork. I mean, I reached out to, you know, Bo Whitehead was the best. Right. 
best around, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, Bo, can I come paddle with you? And, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, man, that was dumb because, right. you know, well, Bo's Bo. Yeah. You know, I should have maybe reached out, reached down a, a level or two before. Yeah. But, I mean, Bo's the sweetest guy on the planet. And, mm-hmm. of course, he, you know, he's like, I'm not in your area. But then he pointed me out to a couple different guys. Right. And those couple different guys are long-term friends. Yeah. You know, really good, really good people. Big book I'm a fan of is called Ego is the Enemy. And that book, one part, I mean, one many uh, enlightening parts is that if you open yourself up to constant learning, constant feedback, you're only going to enrich your life, your life and others around you. And I got to say, one Saturday morning, you and I went like some amateurs, two of us. I've never been helped more huh. in paddling than what you did for me that day as far as where I hold my paddle, stroke. Then you, you flat out said, Mike, you got to get a lighter paddle. I was like, oh, boy, Troy, I have one in my garage. <laughs> Let me go get it. So I, we all can just help one another. And that's that's really, so thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's really cool because I think we're all about, you know, helping each other yeah. get better and, you know, just in, enjoy the sport. Yeah, and I mean, you know, helping helping people in positive ways. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. What, there's there's some quote out there where it's like, you know, in the history of calming down, has no one ever calmed down when you said, "Hey, you need to calm down." <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. and, and and it's sort of the same thing when it goes to you know when it when it comes to telling people they should uh, they should X. Right. You know. That's funny because yeah. like how many times have you yelled, "You need to calm down." Seriously, <laughs> like, like you never really said it. You need to calm. You down. need to calm down. You need to relax. <laughs> that dude, that never. Thanks works. for the update. You know, it never it never works, and you know that that's it's sort of a, I don't know, it's kind of a high horse mentality, and it's uh, um, it never works. Right. Yeah. So we we uh, this summer's flying by, yeah. and I, I think it's crazy. What do you, what do you got planned? What do you got coming up in uh, August? And I got I got to point out, we're gonna end the month of July. This is the birthday podcast. Oh, go easy, go yeah. easy now. Tomorrow, what we're recording now on a Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday, July three one, and I, I I will say, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. But beyond that, uh, you're blessed with another trip around the sun, and we are lucky to have you in this world. Oh, so yeah. thanks, thanks for being here, Troy. I hope this this trip around the sun is even more fruitful. The the twenty four gets bigger, uh, the Santa paddle gets bigger, Monster and Sea gets bigger, and the scope. To which you reach and help people just gets bigger because that that's the direction you're, you're moving oh man uh thank you yeah for sure thank you yeah that's uh um <laughs> we're done <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh so plans for the rest of the summer yeah uh, not, not really we're gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a lot of i'm gonna eat a lot of um carrot cake tomorrow tomorrow oh you are yeah Okay. Yeah, no Snickers, no none of that stuff. If you haven't seen Troy, he has his own Sarah McLaughlin ad with the music <laughs> started. You can feed Troy for twenty dollars a month. Um, <laughs> um, I am gonna go. I got. I'm. Uh, Renick's been tra- Renick's been training really hard for Catalina, and uh, um, I, I'm super excited to go to Catalina yeah, this going year. Yeah, down there, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go down. Oh, what, what is that? So if someone says, "Okay, Catalina," I think those yeah. in the community know. But if someone's yeah. just listening, to what Catalina is a big deal. Catalina is a big deal. I mean, you got M2O, you got Catalina. I mean, there's some big races on the on the calendar that um, have a lot of history, and Catalina right. is definitely one of them. It's a qualifying race. Like you need to. You need to qualify to be there, and that's you know it's not a it's it's just that's just straight up. You and just need you need to qualify. You need to be fast to get it's there. It's from Catalina to uh, Manhattan Pier. Manhattan Pier. Sound like right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-two miles. Thirty-two miles. Mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, big water. It's a paddleboard 
race. Yep. Um, or prone. Right? Prone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, and it's amazing. And I, you know, I haven't qualified yet, and I'm working toward that. Ren's yeah. qualified. I think this is number four for him. Wow. And uh, so I've been, you know, paddling with him, helping him, you know, keeping him psyched to, to do the miles. And yeah, then um, that's awesome. Chris Aguilar, uh-huh. he's like, hey, man, why don't you come down and uh, shoot? Yeah. And so I'm super excited to, you know, help Chris and support Chris on the on the boat and cheer on all the athletes and take pictures. Well, when um, you see Chris, let him know we're still waiting for the 24 movie debut because <laughs> Kelly Reed and... Taryn have got the place ready to go. Okay, yeah, we, we, so we missed the summer window. I yeah. think by the time we, maybe we yeah, Chris fall winter, you know, um, yeah, um, at least before April. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kelly's itching to give us all ice cream and beer. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. That would be good. But no, that's that that's awesome. And there's always like cool events going on. Um, I think the the month of August is definitely yeah. one. I, I know me and my family. It's the one shutdown week for us a year yeah. with my son's baseball and other stuff going. We go to Orcas Island, and man, I spend a lot of time on the board and just kind of reset. And I, and I think it's important for all of us to get some reset, definitely. Whether it's you know one day, one week, uh, one hour. You yeah. know, it's your your our minds are so clogged with stuff. Oh you man, know? And, it's and crazy. I think there's no better place than on a board to kind of just sort it out i agree the uh, um you know if you are looking for things to do in august if your calendar isn't full mm-hmm. uh, august 10th i believe there's a fantastic race um uh gary and shannon put it on up in vancouver mm-hmm. um it's one of the best um, best races from a venue from a you know everything that they put together i think i believe it's the vancouver sub challenge right. something like that and that uh, paddle community up there is huge oh, the, the, we have five 24 teams up five in 24 area. teams in that area yeah. and uh um there i mean that that community alone just uh, thrives and so you know if you want to go north um you know head up there and then you know peeking into september you know check out deep cove and their events because that that community in there um they've got the indian arm challenge which mm-hmm. i'm hoping to be at Right. Um, on September 14th, oh, nice. which is, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an endurance grind, but man, it is beautiful. How many miles is that? Uh, 32 kilometers. So okay. it works out to be about 20 miles. Right. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But there's just, yeah, I mean, there's just lots, lots to do and, you know, uh, summer ain't over. <laughs> right. That, that's for sure. Yeah. Hi, right, man. Well, uh, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Reach out to Troy and wish him happy birthday because this will be on Tuesday. So it's, yeah, the 31st. So clock his inbox, Instagram. You could flow, show those little flashy birthday cakes. Um, I mean, it's tough being 31 years old, isn't it? it you know, it is tough. I've, you know, I've been 27 for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, maybe even like 18 in my mind. I still have my license. I still <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, number 51. So we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll ring it in. You're proper. Ichiro. I'm Ichiro. That's Ichiro's number. That's right. I'm 51. Ichiro. Yeah. That, I'm not awesome. ready to retire yet, though. That's good. No. Yeah. No. Let's just keep on trucking. Yeah. That, let's keep going. That's awesome. All right, man. Yeah. I need some cake. Happy birthday. Thank you. Have a good one. We're out.